What's poppin', ladies and gentlemen? This your most humbling, gracious host, TT from the Raw Talk Podcast. Oh, look, I need y'all to do something for me real quick. Head to the YouTube, like, share, and subscribe our videos, you feel what I'm saying? You know we got the fire interviews, and you know we got the fire shots out there, you feel me? So look, y'all already know how we coming in 2023. We ain't gotta move fast, we just gotta move correctly, you dig? It's Raw Talk Podcast, let's get to it. Do You're we, talking about Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. I don't know why that's not Elijah. That's not. <laughs> I, wait, was that the first one? Yeah, he yeah, he was the first one, one, the very first one. Yeah, 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 yeah Shia yeah, LaBeouf. Yeah, Shia, Shia LaBeouf is my favorite. Yeah, he like did. white actor. Damn near, I think and he's Shia top. LaBeouf. He's top five for me, like all time. Yeah, he fire. Shia LaBeouf, that that dude, like Shia LaBeouf is like Shia LaBeouf, that nigga. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like Shia LaBeouf, he he like the. I don't know. Like Shia LaBeouf, really, he really cold. Yeah, I I like, think I'm he's sorry, one of those he, actors like, damn, every movie he in, it be it be he, fire. Yeah, it be fire. Like if he in a movie, like oh yeah, it's gonna probably. Be a I'm gonna tell you when Shia LaBeouf really did it for me. Let me tell you for real, for real. The Shia LaBeouf, long, long time ago, when he was like a teenager, Shia LaBeouf played in a Disney Channel movie where he played a mentally ill boy. And the boy was mentally ill, but the movie was about his older sister. He had, I want to say, like, not Down syndrome or cerebral palsy or something like that. The boy had cerebral palsy, and, you know, he can, you can kind of tell that he was, you know, like, mentally challenged. But it's like, he was still active and things of that nature, whatever. He was like, they were twins, you feel what I'm saying? So she, like, I think they was, like, juniors in high school or something like that, or seniors in high school or whatever like that. And it was twins, but she was like the real smart, real accomplished one. But her brother is mentally ill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was a movie called True Confessions. Son, when I tell you Shia LaBeouf put on an Oscar-worthy performance in this movie, son, yeah. I shed it a tear. As a, as a kid. Bitch, yeah, as a ki- I was a child when I watched this movie, brother. When I tell you I was a child when I watched this movie, I son. I, I, movies didn't start making me cry until I got older. Son. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, That's how good you. this movie was. Like you I remember, that part like wow. I really was. I was like, no, look how they doing something down bad. So I don't like that. I guess it's because I just have like a soft spot for like you feel what I'm saying. Like when people really can't help themselves, and yeah. then you got people trying to fuck over them. Something like I really don't like that. Yeah, I feel you. You feel what I'm saying? Like don't you know what I'm saying? Don't be an asshole. Don't be addicted to somebody. And you know they can't help themselves. You know what I'm saying? That like, you, you know they can't, you know, that's low down as a motherfucker. Like, that's down yeah, bad. That you deserve every bit of punishment that you get because you're just trying to get some type of, you know, some type of joy out of the shit. And, like, there's nothing really you can gain from it. That shit down bad. I don't fuck with that. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, um, unpopular opinion, I don't fuck with Tom Cruise. I don't like most of his movies. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, I just, I don't. Like Mission Impossible, I don't like none of them, for real, for real. Like I don't really, I don't really. Or an identity. That's not Tom Cruise. Oh, I'm tripping. Yeah, yeah, because that, that's that's uh, that's uh, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Uh, I don't know, but that's definitely not Tom Cruise. Born Identity is not Tom Cruise. I'm trying to think of like. The last Tom Cruise movie that I really, really fuck with. Let me let me see if I can pull something up right quick. 
Let me see what I do. While I do this, you feel what I'm saying? What's poppin', what's poppin', what's poppin', ladies and gentlemen? This is your most humble and gracious host, TT, and I got my fucking dog right here with me. Right off the night, yeah. And it's the Raw Talk Podcast. What's good, buddy? How you doing? Shit, cool. How you feeling, man? You feeling all right? I'm feeling good, good man. Yeah. You feeling good in the world? You know what I'm saying? You feeling good? The weather's good? lovely. How y'all feeling out there, you know, in, uh, in TV yeah. land? I always wanted to say that. It's not really TV land. Not yet, though. Not yet, though. You feel what I'm saying? It ain't TV land yet. I always want to say that because I used to see people on TV and like, hey, what's up, people out there in TV land? Huh, bro? For real. Uh, who used to say that? I think it was like, they used to have like a network, huh, called TV land? Y'all remember that? That, that was uh, Nick at Night. Yeah, and it was like TV Lane. They showed kind of like all of the older shows and shit, like uh, I Dream of Jeans. I Dream, yeah. And fucking, uh, what's the other one with the Italian people on it? Uh, Does that sound so racist just now? <laughs> uh, what it was? Um, your girl, she aggravating too, and her uh, husband was um. It used to be blowing on her. Yeah. I forgot the name of that shit. She wasn't Italian. He wasn't Italian either. He was like Colombian or something. I don't know what The it Spanish was. dude. What her name is? Uh, and she was aggravating too high in her pocket. One of these days, one of these days, pow, right in the kisser. That's what he used to say. That was like his little famous line. For real? Mm-hmm. One Man, of these he days. To punch that him out. She was aggravating. I'm telling you, I, I ain't blame him. Every single time I saw it, I was like, pow, I would have. right in the kisser. Like right there. What her name is? Lucy. Lucy. I love Lucy. I love Lucy. That was aggravating. I couldn't stand her. <clears throat> uh, what else? That well, you know, show was in a fucking apartment. It really, a lot of shows was like used yeah, to be in the apartments. Yeah, like a lot of them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? A lot of shows used to be in the apartments. I ain't really see a show in the house till the Cosby Show. The Cosby Show, Fresh Prince. Cosby Show, Fresh Prince, and then all the rest of them used to, like was in houses after that. Uh, different worlds at school. That was different, like scenes. Dogs, though. Like it was yeah, whole. That yeah. was like a whole set. There's like that was like. I want to go, go get like the whole season of di- a different world. Yeah, and the Cosby Show. Yeah, I want to get like the whole season set, and I sit down, roll up, and watch that shit. With my so daughter. that shit good. I know, but that shit I, that should be watch fire. That shit with my daughter when she get older. I'm serious. You should. Mm-hmm. That should be fire. You feel me? I'm on the wrong thing. Hold on. I got to disconnect this off here. What I'm doing? Chill out. I'm doing all kind of shit, y'all. All right, yeah. Now I'm straight. But uh, anyway, but um, <clears throat> the fucking, what else? Who I was talking about? Tom Cruise, Jungle's Motherfucker, I don't like it. Uh, yeah, I think Huck's, uh, the Kaiser Show was the first. I ain't gonna say the first, but it was one of the first no. shows that I saw in the house. No, they had uh, they had a couple of shows in the house. They had which one? Mama's Family, uh, uh, Sanford and Son, Good Times. That was before Good Times was in the apartment. You know what I'm saying? All right, Good Times. Good Times was in the apartment. apartment. So Sanford and Sanford Son was in, the house, was in the house. Was in the house. Uh, that Michael J. Fox, that uh, show Michael J. Fox used to be on. That was in the house. What full house? No, that was full house. Was in the house. That wasn't before the Family, Cosby Show though. Family Man was in the house. That's not before the Cosby Show though. 
I didn't know we was talking about before the Cosby Show. I'm, I'm just, just I'm saying, no, because I said that I think Cosby Show was one of the first, like, shows for real, for uh, real to come out during that time to be in the house. Because we were talking about- Mama's house. We were talking about I Love Lucy and uh, shit, how girl all them bitches have been in the, in the apartment. Your girl and them shit. Who? The Golden Girls. The Golden Girls. Okay, they was in the house. That came out around the same time as the Cosby's? Probably so. It seemed like it did. Yeah, that shit was that's eighties. Yeah, it seemed like it did. Um, I think all that shit was coming out around that time. I think Cosby shit was probably out before them though. Cosby you think show so? came out like eighty two, boy. Let me see. But uh, anyway, I was about to go see. Yeah, let me go see. Uh, the Cosby show came out like eighty two, eighty three, something like that. Eighty four. Yeah. Yeah, that shit. Oh, real. Let me see. And Cosby that bitch show. was getting better and better. Like nigga was it really did. on the Cosby show in a. In the early 90s. Boy, the Cosby Show was fire. I remember when they, uh, you ever, do you remember the very first Cosby Show, the way it came on? The very first one? The very, very, very first how one. How it uh, came on? Let me see. I how think it. they had the, uh, okay, this one, I think they had all black on. No, dang it. That's not the one? All Fuck right. no. Was it the one? It's not the one. It can't be the one. Oh, you talking about the one where they was like in the park, bitch, and like their bodies was kind of yeah, like, that's yeah, the first moving one. like in slow motion and that's shit, kind of like, one. yeah, and like yeah. Rudy was real, real young, she had no teeth in her mouth for real, for real. I don't think Rudy was on that one, because that's, I'm telling you, well, you got to look it up and see. If she was real, real small, with Keisha Rudy Knight pulling same age. Yeah, I think that was the one with Keisha Knight. Yeah, Keisha Knight pulling. She was real, real small. Well, that had to be. She was probably like three or four years old. Well, they had to start like 84, 85. Yeah, she was probably like three or four years old. That's me and her the same age. Yeah, the Cosby Show started in 84, September 20, 84, Mm -hmm. to to April 30, 92. Damn, that don't seem like that long. They was putting out shows, boy. They was putting out a lot of shows, but that don't seem that's what, that's six. That's and only that eight bitch, years. And that bitch. Damn, the college show only aired after eight, like eight years? Damn. Dog, that was a long time, though. To be on TV? Yeah. Eight years. You really watching a nigga grow up. That's yeah. Eight I, years. I know, but it's like. Because a lot of shows. Damn, a like, lot of shows might But it lasted do, so long. Like, you know I felt many, like it was on for longer. You, you know what I'm saying? about how many seasons that is. That's like. What is it, like two seasons a year or some shit like that? Is it? I don't know. I would, I don't, I'm, I'm going to actually look into it, though. So so what they do is they first add September. So they did 20. Oh, no. They really, not in a year. It's one season a year, but they do 24 episodes. So the 24 episodes a season. So they did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, they did twenty. They did about twenty four, twenty five episodes a season for eight years straight. That's a lot. That is. That's one, two, three, four. That's about that's how many weeks? Two, think about it. Think about episodes. how many weeks is in a year. Fifty six. So they on TV half of the fucking year. Yeah, like, so every like every week. other week, like so, like every other week, pretty much they on TV with a new episode. Probably every week. Because we do every every other week. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying because of, remember, you know, see, just because they of. Always, it, it was a new show every week because what they do is, it was just like how they did all the shows. Every show had that day that they was on, mm-hmm. and it'd be a new show every week. You know what but, I'm saying? So but, the, the days prior, they showing the reruns. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Probably yeah. so, yeah. So every week, they had a new <clears> show. Yeah, it's fucking right. And so They yeah. working. 
Bro, they was working hard, boy. I fuck with the Kaiser Show. The Kaiser Show really, like, birthed a lot of my... Sparked a lot of my interest in life on some shit. Like, for real, for real. Like, looking at the Kaiser Show for me was like... Like, wow. I can have this life. That's literally what I told him. It's like, damn, I can have this life. What that boy do? Boy was a doctor. Boy was a doctor, OBGYN. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly why I went to Xavier. To be an OBGYN. You still on that mission? No, not at all. No. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. I, I jumped off that train a long, long time ago. You say fucking people? Fucking right, I say fucking Well, it was a couple of reasons why I say fucking them people. So, first and foremost, it was like, mm, being an OBGYN, well, going through the track to becoming an OBGYN, I was actually looking at it and kind of saw like, all right, well, me as a man going into this field, you know what I'm saying, a lot of women probably aren't necessarily as comfortable with it. But that wasn't the narrative that I heard from all of the doctors and nurses that are actually in the field. They was like, we need more men. There's too much estrogen in the room, in the field. Whenever we're delivering babies, like, we need men there, a lot of energy, masculine energy that calm everybody down and get da-da-da-da-da. Like, this is literally what she's telling me. And so, like, she's championing me to, like, you know, keep going, keep pushing, keep doing it. I'm like, all right, cool, yeah, fuck, I'm fucking right. But as I'm matriculating through school, I'm noticing that the track that I have to take as far as what it is that I want to do and what it is that I'm passionate about is literally the exact opposite of, you know what I'm saying, what I will be doing once I get to you know, said medical school or whatever like that. So it was like, and then plus I got to genetics class and genetics kicked my ass twice. I was like, well, fuck it. I'm not about to fuck with this. If genetics keep kicking my ass like this. So I switched my major to public health, which is more of a people-centered, you feel what I'm saying, information, you know, teaching type, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, deal rather than, you know, a practice of one specific field, you know, within medicine. So I felt like I have I can have a greater impact on doing doing this rather than just practicing medicine, spending, you know what I'm saying, a hundred hours a week, you know, delivering babies and shit in the hospital. When come to find out, as I got older, you feel what I'm saying, and going through the public health field and going through nutrition and you feel what I'm saying, understanding from a public health perspective what the government actually does, you feel what I'm saying, when it comes to medicine and big business and big pharma and insurance and this is that and the third because I ended up having my baby at home anyway. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like and so once I went through you know what I'm saying once I kind of understood exactly what the fuck was going on I'd never go to medical school. Wow. Like I go to nursing school because you're pretty much learning the same thing. But I wouldn't go to medical school to just practice one specific type of medicine. No. That's because it's not, it's not. So uh, I thought once you get into some shit like that, all those options are open to where you could do it however you want to do it. That's not the case? Uh Uh-uh, not really. Damn. Niggas spend all that money, still can't even do how they want, huh? Not at all. But yeah, you feel me? So it's like, 
Oh, my bad, y'all. I done messed up the... All right, we back. We back. You hear me? Thought yeah. I messed up the live. You feel what I'm saying? But yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so she was on that first episode. I remember, yep. It said right here, Keisha Knight Pulliam. She was on that bit first episode uh, of the Kyler Show. But yeah, so I just was like, you know, fuck that shit. I wasn't really trying to, you know, worry about it too much. And so once I got into it, you know, got into my nutrition class, bits of nutrition class, helped me lose weight and everything. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And then learning about this, learning about that. I got, I still got my minor in biology. You feel what I'm saying? And like, to be quite frankly, what we're doing right now is considered public health. Early. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like everything that I've done outside of, I can, I'm fortunate enough to say this. Everybody can't say this. And like, I always say this when it comes to, <clears throat> when it comes to my degree or when it just comes to my, when it comes to my life, I can honestly say that any everything that I've done past high school, you feel what I'm saying, has been an addition to what it is that I want to do in my life. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So college, college wasn't a waste for me. I still use all of that shit today. Like, literally. You feel what I'm saying? Like, in my own life. You know what I'm saying? And also... When it came to, you know, majoring in public health, you feel what I'm saying, in nutrition, like, I got a, I got my own platform, you feel what I'm saying, where I'm literally talking about and promoting healthy nutrition to the public, you feel what I'm saying, like, literally, you know what I'm saying, it's like at its most basic levels, you know what I'm saying, at its most grassroots level, like, this is a public health platform, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, we always, and, and health comes in many forms, it comes in, you know, fuck Mental health, spiritual health, nutritional health, you feel right. physical health, you feel right. financial health. Right. You feel what I'm saying? You know, like it's all kind of shit. You dig what I'm saying? Like it's you know, like emotional health. You dig what I'm saying? Especially that. You dig what I'm saying? So it's all kind of shit that you know that falls into you know your health and falls into your you know your whole overall well being. And I feel like you know having a platform where we can discuss that shit. Get it off your chest, get it off your mind. And that's what makes this podcast so special, you ladies know, and gentlemen. This right is there. just a podcast from New Orleans that's in the trenches with y'all. But just to give your ear and your mind, you know, different conversations. You need that balance. You ain't got to talk about mess all the goddamn time. Oh, no. your head with all this shit, you know. Yeah, we already we already know what's going on. We already, but we it already is know. what it is. But check this out, though. You know somebody who needs to listen to this podcast and get their fucking mind right? Who? The 28-year-old girl who shot up that uh, school in Nashville. Oh, man. That's some crazy-ass shit. All right. You got got some stuff pulled up about it, like, just to give everybody, like, a brief overview of what happened? Like, I heard about it today, and I heard about it from one person in the past. Man, bitch was a former student. You know what I'm saying? I heard about it in the past. She went mad, bitch. It's extremely unfortunate, y'all. Like, that's just... Father, Father God, man, this is we had some evil times, man. Nigga said the shooter, which is Audrey Hale from Nashville, was armed with at least two assault rifles and a handgun. Bitch, you was going to somebody's school. First and foremost, how the fuck you got into somebody's school with two assault rifles and a handgun? How did you get into the school? Man, yes. I'm not even about to I'm not even about to sit up here and do that shit. 
I'm not even much doing that shit there because we did that shit for Sandy Hook. You the shooter entered Covenant School through a side door and traversed the building, moving from the first floor to the second floor and firing multiple shots. That's how he got it. That's how she got in. Right? It's a chick. And this is shocking that it's a woman. We know this. This is very, very shocking that it's a woman. And like now, this scares me more than, more than anything, honestly. That kind of, that's that scaring the fuck out of me. To be quite honest with you. Hello? That's kind of scary. Because, you know, we all know that, you know, women don't usually do things like this. They don't. Like, this is not how women usually, like, uh, display, like, outward, you know, display rage. You know, women, like, I can honestly say that, you know what I'm saying, like, that's a fortune, that's a, that's a, and that's a great thing, obviously. You know what I'm saying? Like, that women don't necessarily do things like this, but the fact that this was a woman. Pause. Kind of Pause. Me. Go ahead. Like you do. <laughs> Go Pause. ahead. Here's the uh here's the twist in the case though. Go ahead. Who's a transgender? For real? Former student. It was a transgender. And they saying her and everything in the in the in the article. It was a transgender. Yeah. My mic on. Hello? Testing, testing. Yeah, it was a transgender, ladies and gentlemen. True story. Shits get weirder and weirder out here. Now, let's think about everything you just said now. Now, what do you think about it? I'm fucked up. I, I figured that. That's why I let you ramble a little bit. Let you get the emotion. That was kind of scary. The fact that it was, it was a woman, I was like, man, that's kind of scary. I ain't gonna lie, because women don't usually do that. Okay, and so I, I was right. <laughs> like so, I was right. So I'm not as scared. You feel what I'm saying? That's why I'm saying like I need a little more insight of it. That's why I'm trying to get you to you know read the article. They trying and to shit. figure out what they saying. This bitch had a planned out, had it planned out how. He, he was going to go in that bitch and do what he was going to do and everything. They trying to figure out why, though. They don't know why yet. This shit is still new. They trying to figure out why did he do that. Is this like a, you know, oh, they picked on me because I was gay when I was a young type situation or some shit? Like- new Orleans public schools would spend $4 million per year on teacher recruitment, special programs. Hey. Y'all should get a raise then, right? We should be getting the raise pretty soon, actually. I saw that was like a little, <clears throat> a little, a little stipend uh, situation. I mean, I saw that a little, uh, a little policy situation that happened earlier this year, but not earlier this year, like late last year. But you know, I look more into it. Out. Mm. Yeah, I don't fucking. I believe when I see it. People be bullshitting. I mean, it's not. But the thing about it is, being a teacher, it's not like fuck. We it ain't like we got no leverage. As a whole, you feel what I'm saying? We don't. I mean, we do, but we don't. 
It's fucked up how like we the, do what uh, we narrative do. out here is that the teachers fucked up in the schools out here. Man, fuck out of here, son. I got we got son. That we got so many teachers, bro. When I say I don't know no teacher on that on that third floor where I'm at, that don't, that don't go in that bitch every day and don't teach. I don't know none of them. No teacher on that third floor that I work at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't none of I don't know none of those people that just go in their classroom and don't teach. Except for one. Well no, not even not even that one. Not even that one. Not even that one. Even though, you know what I'm saying, it's just like that individual don't necessarily understand, or I gonna say don't understand, but that individual, you know, it's their first time dealing with, you know, this population. So it was like how they, you know, went about, how they go about certain shit is just like not how, you know, mm-hmm. they know, they know that we don't, we don't get down like that. But yeah, but yeah, so I don't, that's, that should be a lie, son. A lot of that should be a lie. A lot of that should be a lie from fucking from parents that don't understand what the fuck going on. They just want their way. You feel what I'm saying? They like nigga don't be seeing you the whole year, but if your child failing, you trying to come raise hell just cause. Like no, you know what I'm saying? That 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 type of narrative come from people like that. That type of narrative come from people with bad experiences. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Like I've had a bad experience with a teacher, but that don't mean all teachers is bad. You feel what I'm saying? It's like you just you like. You're not that good at this. So, therefore, you know what I'm saying, you want to discount it. You know what I'm saying, or whatever, whatever. Now, I'm not saying that the school system, you know, properly puts everybody in their place and gives everybody exactly what they need to thrive and survive in the world. Not saying that at all. You know what I'm saying? That we could do a, definitely do a better job at that. We already know what to do and how to do it. Right. So, like, nigga, well, I ain't even about to get into the, the argument of, you know, all the conversation about it. You already know what to do. We got all hundreds and hundreds of years of research, of scholarly research, of how people learn, what they need to learn. You know what I'm saying? The tools and things that they need to thrive and be the best that they need to be at and be successful at whatever the fuck they want to be successful at. At this point in time, in this day and age, bitch, like, we, we, got, we already got the blueprint. Mm-hmm. Now, either you gonna either you gonna shit or get out the pot at this point. You gonna do you know you gonna do what you gotta do, or you gonna move around. Straight that's, up, that's all it is. Straight up, like that's really all it is. Cause like you know what I'm saying, and that's what you know what I'm saying. That's what every you know what I'm saying. That's what every student, you know what I'm saying. Every in every grade level, whatever like that. Every teacher, every parent, like parents don't got no excuse for their child to not know what they need to know. You're not doing enough. Period. Period. They they give they give parents but more I, than enough opportunity to come see what the fuck is going on. More than enough opportunity. You feel what I'm saying? Fuck more than enough opportunity. You feel <sighs> what I'm saying? We gotta hunt y'all down for y'all information so that we can contact you just in case something happened to your goddamn child. Why we gotta hunt you down? It got to the point where the some parents literally then curse teachers out. Yeah. For no absolute reason. I'd have been cursed out as a teacher for no absolute reason. 
like on some shit that happened like the year before. I wasn't even at the school. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, wh- what are you talking about? I don't even know what you're talking about, bro. Like, what? What, a uh, parent came at you? Yeah. What happened? Man, so, then what happened? This little, you know, little ugly ass little boy, agging up in class and shit. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm over here teaching at the, you know, one of the local middle schools that I'm not going to really name or, you know, you know, bash him or no shit like that, but it's not, uh, I, don't, I don't fuck with it. I'm just keeping it a buck. You feel me? But, um, <clears throat> so the boy, so I, you know, I sit there and call the boy daddy. Boy daddy came up there one time before. You feel what I'm saying? I that, came this up, happened at? Uh-uh. Oh. Years prior. Daddy came up there one time before. Smacked the shit out of him. Out of his son. Because he know his son be fucking up. Smacked up. Smacked fire from his ass. Thought everything was all good. Boom. Maybe like a three, four days later, his son, uber disrespectful, cutting up in class. I'm like, bro, I got to call your pops again just to let him know what's going on with you. Called his pops in the middle of the classroom. Like, I really called his pops. Boy went to guard off on me and phone. Man, I'm tired of y'all calling my motherfucking phone about that nigga. Y'all ain't call me when that motherfucking other nigga slammed my child. Y'all ain't call me then, man. Get the fuck on my phone. Da, da, da. I'm like, boy, who is you talking to? No. I'm like, boy, what? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, y'all ain't call me when a nigga slammed my child on the ground. Yeah, like, so apparently there was a situation <laughs> where a teacher. Flung his child on the ground. I'm like, well, bitch, look at how he act. Bitch. I can see why a nigga flung his rockhead ass on the ground. Because he's stupid. And it ain't like he's stupid. Just You know what I'm saying? It's just you just want to be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really all. Like, you think that that shit funny. And you get a kick out of just literally being disrespectful. <sighs> it's like tasteless. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost to the point where it's like, like, you ain't even trying to be funny. Like, you just trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just trying to act like. Like, what is that, little dude? Like, come on, son. You got to just chill out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And boy, when cleaning off on me, I'm like, I looked at the phone. I hung up. Boop. No. I went to talk to the principal. I'm like, look, that boy come up here today. It's going to be a problem. I'm telling you that right now. Straight up. So either I'm going to leave or don't have him come up here. And I ain't see that boy. That shit crazy because you dealing with people, kids and shit, nigga. Yeah, like you, like I don't, yeah, like what I'm saying, like you, you got me fucked up, dude. Yeah. Because not only, not only to the point to where it's like, bro, I just had a conversation with you last week. Like you seen my face, like you know that I was not here, nigga. Like, like what you talking about, like, bitch, what you loaded? Right. Like you drunk or something, like. Like, what you talking about? I was like, you told me, man, call me anytime you got a problem. All right. We have another, like, serious situation here where your child, you know what I'm saying, doing some crazy shit, outlandish shit, and I think you just at least need to know about it. You ain't got to come to the school, but you need to know what's popping. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to know how many times they got to come, you know, deal with your fucking child in school. Yeah, you aggravated, bitch. Me too. Think about that. You aggravated that I'm calling your phone, bitch. I'm aggravated, too. Like, I did not dealt with this more times, you know what I'm saying, more right, times before right. than I even called your <clears> phone. <throat> Stupid. I'm about to put my hands on my fucking self. He acting up in this bitch. But, yeah, that was, you know, 
It'd be like that sometimes. A time in life, a time in history. But I think that was like one of the only times that that happened. It ain't happened no more after that. I don't think it did. Let me think. I don't think it did. It ain't really happened no more time after that. Because they got me big fucked up. I, I wasn't fucking with that one. You feel me? But yeah, you know, it's the Raw Talk Podcast. It's more humbling, gracious. So it's TT. I got my fucking dog right here with me. Squirrel out the night, you hear me? You know, you know, and we out here on this beautiful, beautiful day. You dig know what I'm saying? So look, I had a question. What's up? All right. So I was thinking about this today. And I was like, it's something that I would say, you know, is going on in my life, but I can see that it's, you know, it's going to happen. Let me ask you this. Go ahead. Is it more important than the zombie virus that's going on in China right now, supposedly? A zombie virus going on in China? Fucking right. There's footage and everything. Uh. Look at this Like a man, dog. It says footage and everything. I'm telling you. Dog, no, it's, it's more important than that to me. Like, I mean, fuck. Well, yeah, I feel you. <laughs> like, so. Fellas, dog, hey, it's important. This is important to you too. I'm listening. This is on some daddy shit. I'm listening. Dog, raising a daughter, fellas, you may not understand this, but this was something that I understood from day one as a as a parent raising a daughter. You have to stay so even kill about shit. And here is why. There are going to be times where the women in your life will be at war with each other. Mm -hmm. And it's going to take for you to be even killed and defuse the situation to let everybody see, you know, what actually is going on. Because in a household, like, I don't know what it is, dog, but sometimes the relationships between mother and daughter can get, like, volatile or some shit. Yeah, I didn't seen it happen. Yeah, it really good. Well, my mama and my sister, like, and I really think that if, like, if they daddy, you know what I'm saying, was, like, you know what I'm saying, was, like, present in those situations, that shit probably would have never even happened like that. And I kind of saw it a little bit. <laughs> I kind of saw it a little bit, you feel what I'm saying, between my daughter and her mama. So, this shit was so funny. I'm joked out. They really, like, hard up, upset at each other. Like, for real, for real. Like, I can't even believe this shit. I'm like, y'all really... It was like Man. a 30-year-old and a 9-month-old, like, really, you know, aggravated with each other. Like, I can't... Like, I'm tired of being around you right now. Yeah, <laughs> that shit was... Like it was kicks. Time. It was kicks. It was kicks. I thought it was kind of funny. You know what I'm saying? Because that shit was fun. That shit uh, had me joked out. But uh, I also had proposed this question on uh, on Instagram. <clears throat> I had thought about this. Because I just wanted to see what people's minds was. But I never asked one to the fellas. So I'm going to try to uh, ask a question to the fellas. I'm going to start posting some uh, stuff 
on Instagram, you know what I'm saying, so we can, like, converse and, like, have conversations to see, like, you know, I really just want to know, like, people's preferences. And, you know, I just want to see where everybody mind at and what they like and what they prefer. So, my question was, would you prefer a man that, to, and this was to the ladies, like, would you prefer a man that made 500K a year and he had no, you know, real spiritual beliefs or he wasn't necessarily a religious person? Not saying he was a bad dude. He just, you know, he just wasn't religious and didn't really have, like, no, like, real strong spiritual beliefs. He was pretty much a blank canvas in a sense. Or versus a man who made $50,000 a year and who had strong spiritual beliefs and was, you know, or and or could be considered, you know, as some variant of religious. In my polls, I got 95% of the people that, you know, I guess out of the people that voted, I got to see actually see how many people voted. Yeah. But it was like, it was like 95%, 50,000 50, a year with spiritual beliefs. Versus, yeah, that's easier said than done. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, the fuck uh, out of here, man. Some of y'all niggas might be lying. Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> some of y'all niggas might be lying, boy. But yeah. I gotta see how many people voted. If, I, if it was only like three, four people voted, then all right, maybe you know, maybe it could possibly be true. But man, some of y'all be fucking. Oh no! Man, niggas be saying anything. Oh no! Oh, y'all be lying because if that's what y'all would be heavily married already. I don't know who voted though. I ain't gonna talk no shit about y'all. I don't really know who voted. So, but who knows, man? Who knows? That shit kind of wild. That shit kind of wild to even think about. Just like <clears throat> the whole spectrum. Like what's wild to think about? This is the part that be fucking my head up about the whole spectrum of, like, just the conversation behind. Because, you know, a lot of people, like, people been having that conversation, like, for a while. What? You know what I'm saying? For years. Like, for the past two or three years about the quote-unquote high-value man and, like, women and, you know, and high-value women and, like, what a man actually wants from a woman or what most men want from a woman and what most women want from a man. Or, like, there's always these topic conversations about, you know, the relationship. Like, oh, women want a man to make this much amount of money. You know what I'm saying? Like, they be asking these women, like, what's your preference? Oh, he got to be 6'2", dark skin, making $250,000 a year. Right, right, right. You feel what I'm saying? He got to be strong in his spiritual beliefs, but, you know what I'm saying, he has to be really nice to me, but I, he, I, you know, but he has to be strong enough to not let me run over him, but he gives me everything that I want. You know what I'm saying? And, you know what I'm saying? I want to, and look, I even saw, I, I, you know, I did a podcast, uh, uh, shout out to my dog Alex, I did a podcast, you know, with one of my friends about this, about uh, this this chick on the internet saying that she wanted a a modern man with traditional values. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, all the hoopla, all this, all that, and it's like, I just be, like, I can't help but to think, bro. I just be like, did y'all ever really think about for real, for real, like, what marriage is? Hmm. Like, do y'all really know what marriage is? Like, y'all know, like, what is... Do y'all know the example of marriage that we actually have, like, in, you know what I'm saying, that was actually given to us, like, you know what I'm saying, ordained, like, by, you know, by the most high, like, do y'all really understand what this is and what this take? Like, I think some of y'all just be talking. 
Like a lot of a lot of and men too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like men too. Like a lot of y'all niggas out there, y'all just be talking. Y'all don't really be first because the first thing, like my my problem with the narrative and what the conversation is, is always like in marriage. It's always what that person can do for you, or what that person is required to have in order for you to accept them or for you to like the situation. What? It's never, oh, I am this. I want I want somebody so I can submit to him. Not even not even that. Not even that. Not, not, let's let's go here. Like we we can't even get to the submit portion yet. Let's go here. When you when you talk about marriage and when you talk about the, the qualities of marriage, uh, and when somebody let for instance the question. And I don't understand why women get so offended by this. If a man was to ask a woman, like, well, what do you bring to the table mm-hmm. in a relationship, in a marriage, whatever, whatever? A lot of women get really, really, really fucking offensive by that. Why? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Shit crazy. Like, I'm out to see. Like... Like, we got to talk about that. Like, why do women get so offended? Like, why do women get so offended, you know what I'm saying, when when they're asked, like, what do you bring to the table? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I don't understand, like, what, like, what is the, like, what's the, what's the offense? Like, I don't get it. Because I, I feel like that's a, you know, that's a perfectly valid question. When it comes to a relationship, because, you know what I'm saying, like, more than, you know, in a relationship, you gotta, fuck, like, both parties have to come together as one, you know what I'm saying? Like, now, of course, like, when you delve into, like, marriage and everything like that, you kind of go into, you know, it. you go into, uh, like, a, like a, a deeper relationship. Now, obviously, I'm not married. But I would think that when going into a marriage, there are more intangible things that one should be worried about, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, in reference to being married. Like, you tell me, brother, you married. So, like, like what's the, because a lot of the conversations that I hear about, you know what I'm saying, as far as, like, the requirements when it comes to being married is always, like, the money, the aesthetic. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of always like those are the top things, and then people kind of rattle off into like, oh, he has to be nice, charming, sweet, whatever, whatever, whatever. But it's, I never hear the conversation, and this is from men and women. I never hear. I hear a lot. I hear some men, you know, speak of a woman to be nurturing or whatever, whatever like that. But I never hear mentally and or spiritually strong. Or mentally or spiritually grounded as one of those characteristics, you know what I'm saying, that they would want for their partner to be in order to be in a relationship with them, in order to be married. Like, again, you married. So, like, you tell me, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, am I speaking facts or am I speaking bullshit? Like, do I sound like I'm I'm saying some shit or like. Man, that relationship, like, it's no definite way of how it should roll you know and as far as uh two people getting together 
I mean, in reality, it's never going to be how you want. You got to build it to how you want it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, the marriages that, you know how they be, let's, for instance, take Obama and Michelle and I want my marriage to be like them. Yeah, but you ain't see all the mountains they had to climb for their marriage to build that character that you like to see. So, you know, people be wanting the glory and the fame and don't understand you got to you gotta go through the trenches with a nigga. Yeah, so... That builds character. That builds character of the relationship. Fill your mic up a little bit. Like, like this? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that builds characters in a relationship. So, you know... So when a motherfucker be saying, I want this, I want that, I want this, it's like. Do you actually is, want a relationship? No. I, can you earn that? Mm. Because when they say they want it, they want it like on a silver platter. Right. They just want it like that person. To yeah. Are it. you the type of person to earn what you want? Are you the type of person to earn your leisure? No. The way that a lot of. The way that a lot of people talk, or uh, the way that the narrative is being pushed in relation, like as far as like out there, is that that's not something that has to be earned. That's that's something that should be a requirement but before even they, but getting that's into. That's where they go wrong. Hmm. That's where they go wrong. Y'all tell me. Y'all tell me out there. What y'all think? Y'all, what y'all think? I'll tell you on the live. What's probably the most humble and gracious? T.T. with him. So At the same time, I'm a firm believer in when you meet somebody, you know what I'm saying, when y'all getting to know each other, lay the low down. Because sometimes the things that you want, you don't communicate it, and the person will never know that you want it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So lay your low down at the same time, and that will probably diffuse a lot of problems. Yeah. Yeah, because I think I think they got people who just you know they get they they get involved in situations. You know what I'm saying? All because of not communicating. Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's very true. And look, and I also think on top of that, though, I also think that a lot of people get in situations and they don't have a law. They don't got a law to lay down. You feel they don't necessarily know. People know what they want if they man. Niggas I don't know think I don't think people, but I don't think pe- people people know, know what they, they want, want, but don't, I don't think might they, not know how to ask for it. Either either they don't know how to ask for it. I don't think that people. Uh, a lot of people. It's just like a dude. <clears throat> it's just like a dude who wants a threesome, but he don't know how to come at his old lady about it. But he want it, but he don't know how to tell his old lady like. Man, no, that's not, I mean that's not what I'm necessarily talking. I'm talking about like a little bit deeper. As far as when you say later, lockdown. Like you saying, like okay, what you want, what you don't want, like what do you allow, what do you accept in a relationship? I think a lot of people, you feel what I'm saying, don't necessarily know what they allow, what they accept, what the, what to say yes to, what to say no to, because they don't necessarily understand. You know what I'm saying? The confines of the relationship. I know there are probably a lot of people that say yes to things. You feel what I'm saying in relationships, like just how you say, like it's like it's. Is a lot of times it's not necessarily what you say yes to. 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not necessarily what you say no to, but it's like what you don't say no to. You know what I'm saying? Like what you say yes to or what you agree with or what you just allow to, you know, actually happen. At the end of the day, bro, like when you fucking with somebody and y'all start loving on each other, lines are going to get crossed because and you're going to allow it or let them slide sometimes because you have love for them. Mm-hmm. So all that shit, you know, when you think about it, Does it matter if you leave your love down? Because you might, it might be something because shit change. As time go on and on and on, shit changes. I mean, so are you changing that person? That person might influence you into whatever line that you don't want to cross. Mm-hmm. Might influence you and be like, well, maybe you need to open that line up. Because it might help us. I'm just saying. Well, shit changes. Saying. That, and so that's what I'm saying. Again. When people don't necessarily have a law to lay down, you know what I'm saying? Shit can go into situations where it's like, because they necessarily haven't experienced whatever, because again, what if situation where it's like, all right, I don't necessarily, I never necessarily dealt with this situation before, but say an individual is trying to get me to open up to it. Now, you know, in hindsight, let's say, you know, three, you know, three six months, you know, later, it turned out to be a bad situation. You know what I'm saying? But because that person hasn't necessarily dealt with that, you know, situation before, you know what I'm saying? They may not have a lot to lay down in, in reference to whatever situation that person B wants to open up to. You know what I'm saying? Well, and so, that- like, sometimes, you know, do the experience. I'm, and that's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes people get into situations when they don't have a lot to lay down, you know, just lack of ex- – it could be lack of experience or just, you know, just not necessarily having, you know, just a vision about whatever it is that's, you know, that's happening. You know what I'm saying? So, should be happening with the relationships that's weird as fuck, brother, that don't necessarily – you know, I, I can't – I can't honestly say between everybody and everything, like – Every single person know exactly what they want and when they want it in a relationship. Because that, you know what I'm saying, we run into too many variables and too many changes and problems and shit for me to be be definite with that answer. Like, I, I, I can't say that that's true. People are too fickle. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, we, too, we fickle with a lot of shit. You feel what I'm saying? Especially when it comes to feelings. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and then on top of that, we wouldn't necessarily have people that we know that's actually like, when you meet somebody, you can honestly meet a person and know like, hmm, just by their vibe and how they move and by the decisions that they make, it was like, that person is sure of themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's a you can honestly feel there's a definite difference between a person that's sure of themselves and a person that might not be sure of themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, the person that's not sure of themselves, they still make decisions and probably want what they want, but it's like, you know, they're a little shaky or whatever, whatever. But a person that's sure of themselves, whether they make a decision whether it's right or wrong, bitch, you know they're gonna stand firm, ten toes down on it, whatever. And that's just you know what I'm saying they have their reasons for making their decisions. Mm-hmm. I think people that might not be sure of themselves, you know, probably sometimes make decisions but don't have solid reasons behind it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it can be fucked up a little bit. Or, I don't know. It depends on the situation or the person. 
I mean, fuck. If, if, you, if the person took the time to sit up there and be in that person's presence, it have to be something that they like about that person for them. To, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So, and I would think that whatever it is that they like about that person would add on to their, what they like and what they don't like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I mean, fuck it. You know, that's that's... I don't know. That's a rare situation for somebody not to know what they like and don't like. Obviously, this person that you're in front of has something that you like that mm-hmm. appeals to you. So, you know, you can let that person know, you know what, when I first met you, I like blah, 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 blah. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if that person gives a fuck about what you like, he or she should uh, continue to do that. Oh, all right, he like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's real. Shit like that. That's real. Speaking of, do they like that? <laughs> we got some more shit that them hoes don't like, brother. What's that? We got some more shit that them hoes don't like, man. Just following up on our, uh, our American trail. Uh, you know our, you know our fucking. They trying to get out the office. <laughs> they trying to get out of the office. You know what I'm saying? Following all up. I, I I looked up an article that literally asked, "What now?" So what now? And so and so I didn't I didn't really finish reading the article, but it it said something very interesting, and I think that this is I think that this is something that we gonna we gonna stop here because I think that this is something that a lot of people need to like really think about on some shit. So the article. Literally, in you know, as it you know was being written, it kind of ensued on on the fact of okay, you know, they didn't have enough signatures. You know, what I'm saying they were like 18. They were actually like a lot of signatures short. Think about this: they were eight. They had 27,000 signatures. They were 18,000 signatures short. All right, so they were like. Almost as many signatures short so as many signatures as they had. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They were almost as many signatures short, you know, as many signatures as they had. That's what, what is that, like 9,000 signatures? Wow. You know what I'm saying? So that's not a lot if you do the, if you do the numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you do and the numbers, that's, you know, that's not a lot. That's like what? Behold. That's like a. Those 27,000 signatures wasn't all authentic signatures, right? Right. Uh no, they had twenty seven thousand authentic ones. Okay, and they still was eighteen thousand short. Oh, so all of them was uh, all right. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying. So you do. So that's about yeah. That's probably like only like a thirty percent like difference on some shit. You feel what I'm saying between you know between the number of signatures that y'all didn't have. You feel what I'm saying that's like so many more. You know, so many more. That's like a far like y'all didn't have about like up to. Y'all was missing like up to like forty percent of so the amount of signatures that you need. So does that ain't that many people that dislike Cantrell? Boom, and that's where I'm going with it. Mm-hmm. So boom, article continues to roll on. So it was a beautifully written article actually, and I really liked the way that they did it. So it kind of like shifted. It was talking about you know what I'm saying it kind of touched on the signatures, but then it shifted a little bit. It was like okay, so. Yeah, you know, they touched on the signatures and then they went to um one of the housing authority one of the housing uh I guess meet authorities that they have like in a neighborhood, like in some of the neighborhoods and everything like that. <clears throat> they was taking a poll and it was like 
like of this housing district, you know what I'm saying, when we all come together and like have our meetings, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? The recall is hardly ever on anybody's agenda. The way that the re and it, it mentioned that the way that the actual recall has actually been pushed has been actually not accurate, you know what I'm saying, as far as the amount of people that actually are a part of the recall. So mm-hmm. like people that are a part of recall was again essentially making it seem like everybody was trying to fuck with this. And not everybody was trying to fuck with it. It was like they literally get a percentage of like it was kinda like a like a 70-30 type deal. Like, it was like maybe a few people was really fucking with the recall, but, like, most of the people that was there was literally trying to discuss how to, you know, lower crime in the area, how to build a better infrastructure in the area, get all the streets and shit fixed, you know what I'm saying, worried about the street lights and shit on the interstate, you know what I'm saying, whatever, whatever. And it was pretty much, and it, and it pretty much went into, it was like, it pretty much seems like some of the, most of the citizens in New Orleans feel as though that it will be more conducive and more efficient to work with our mayor or work or work with everybody to fix some of these issues that can be fixed right now instead of doubling down and tearing everything down working and and working double hard right. on a recall right, you feel right, what I'm saying right. that's literally going to get us nowhere We're trying to get somebody out of office. You feel what I'm saying? We're spending so much time trying to get somebody out of office that all, that our streets, we're not having no solutions to none of this shit. You feel what I'm saying? We so busy on a recall that these people out here from Garden Plaza, you feel what I'm saying, still don't got nowhere to stay. Lincoln Beach, you know what I'm saying? Still getting fucked up for real, Man, for real. That nigga put a whole fentanyl shop on that bitch. You know what I'm saying? And that bitch blew up. Methamphetamine. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, bitch, the East still crime ridden. You dig what I'm saying? Like streets are still no, fucked like up. Man, I our lie. education still our education system still needs some revamping. I ain't gonna lie. If they pay the fuck, we don't got enough paramedics, bitch. Like, come on, son. I was just about to say, dog. They need to open up their money lanes and start paying niggas. The fucking pay down here sucks. That's, that's why true. we don't have people in places where we're supposed a, to have people. And that's another thing. And so that's what I'm saying. And so like, with all of this fucking energy that you are, that like, all this energy that we putting towards the recall, hiring brass bands, creating organizations, shit, doing backwards deals, and this and third. Pay the fucking people, man, New Orleans. Y'all motherfuckers act like y'all in high school, bitch. This is not no fucking year. This ain't the fucking battle for who 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 get the chief editor on the yearbook, bitch. Pay the people, man. Come on, man. This shit childish, we bro. Can. Son, overall, son, I really think that recall shit was kind of childish because it just wasn't help. It's not helping nothing. And a time like this is not helping nothing, bro. And a time like this is not helping a fucking thing, bro. That's not making progress. Like, I don't know how the recall is going to thrust us forward. How? Who was going to be next in office? Who was going to be next in line? 
Who is going to be that person that was next in line that was unscathed? How do we know some of you niggas that was next in line that wanted to be next in line? How do we know that y'all don't have a price? How do we know that? How do we know that if a nigga flash 500 can in front of your face that you ain't going to bend over right fucking there? We don't. All you motherfuckers got a price. And let's keep it a buck. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it a buck fifty. Because if you didn't have a price, you wouldn't put yourself in that position. Mm-hmm. Fuck the price. It ain't about the price. It ain't about the money. You feel what I'm saying? I'm doing this. But I don't need no price to do what I do. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't need that. But the way that some of, a lot of y'all then jumped in front of the camera and then jumped on the bandwagon and shit like that. Oh, you bitches got a price. Y'all don't bad. Y'all got a price. And then, and somebody was paying, even the people that wanted to get her out of there. You feel what I'm saying? Like people that want to get her out of here, people that wanted to replace her. You feel what I'm saying? The people like, you know, and I'm not sticking up for her at all. This is not me sticking up for her. This is me saying that the efforts that went towards tearing everything down to me, in a sense, are a little futile because again, most people wasn't even fucking with that shit in the first place. Thanks. And it's not because people were scared. It ain't because of this. It ain't because of that. Because most people understand that when it comes to politics, money talk. And bullshit will. Money really talk. You feel what I'm saying? Money really talk. And a lot of these people, and a lot of people that all of this shit is happening to don't have no money. So they trying to spend most of their time trying to get the money so that we can at least have enough time to even come together. Wake your ass up, nigga. You feel what I'm saying? So if you ain't trying to put money and you ain't trying to put bread in the nigga pocket, shut the fuck up. With your stupid ass. Like, what, what What else could you be talking? Unless it's education, unless you're giving me something, the education to put bread in my pocket, or you're giving me the education to hold somebody accountable that's keeping bread from coming into my pocket. You feel what I'm saying? You're saying nothing. You're doing nothing. But collecting likes on Instagram. You're doing absolutely nothing. Fuck what you're talking about. I don't care what nobody's saying. You're doing nothing if you're not trying to help the people instill some type of life wisdom into their body that's going to ultimately result in their prosperity. I know I know that a lot of people feel like they're doing that, but the way that you're doing that, it don't give that feeling. Some people might feel like they got to do it this, that way. Okay, cool. Do you. Do you. But I'm just saying, of all the individuals that feel like y'all going to jump on the internet and do this and do that and say this and say that, you feel what I'm saying? They call yourself, you know what I'm saying, like woke or this or, you know what I'm saying, a leader in the community or whatever, whatever. If Like, like niggas like, not stupid. Niggas just trying to get that Instagram. Come on, man. Y'all saying niggas stupid, that shit, niggas stupid. Like, watch out. And all y'all got a price. A lot of y'all got a price. Facts. You feel what I'm saying? That's why y'all do what y'all do because y'all, because you know, somebody that met y'all price. Matter of fact, a lot of y'all didn't even have a price. The other, the other nigga gave you a price. That was rather cheap if you ask them. Facts. And that's what you don't know. Man, look. It's your most humble and gracious source, TT. And I got my fucking dog right here with me. Squirrel of the nine, you heard me? And it's the Raw Talk Podcast. We appreciate y'all, ladies and gentlemen, for fucking with us. You know what I'm saying? Follow us on Instagram at underscore Raw Talk Podcast. Follow us on TikTok at Raw Talk Pod 01. 
You dig what I'm saying? Follow us on Twitter at underscore Raw Talk Podcast and on YouTube. Type in your search bar, NOLA Raw Talk. N-O-L-A-R-A-W-T-A-L-K. You're going to see that carrot. Once it pop up, you click on that carrot. Like, share, subscribe. Hit that goddamn follow button and that subscribe button. Hit that bell so you get that notification when we upload more videos. I already told y'all, your family, we on this bed A Monday and we dropping A Wednesday. We live every Monday, ladies and gentlemen, dropping our episodes and videos every Wednesday. You feel what I'm saying? And yeah, we we in this bit. You feel me? So we appreciate y'all for fucking with us. We out this bitch. Wait, 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 wait. Before you dip, before you dip, quick question. Did you go to the YouTube? You ain't go to the YouTube, you're lying. Look, head to that YouTube, like, share, and subscribe all our full-length interviews, ladies and gentlemen. And please follow us on Instagram at underscore raw talk pie. Follow us on Twitter at underscore raw talk pie. And of course, the YouTube is underscore raw talk pie. And of course, we got a TikTok. Hit us up on there. Raw talk pie zero one. That's at raw talk pie zero one on the TikTok, ladies and gentlemen. It's the raw talk podcast where we talk life, health, and music, baby. Appreciate y'all for listening.